And just know that there is not a one-size-fits-all policy for babysitting. Are you looking for real-life, tried-and-true tips and tricks to help with all the nitty-gritty stuff of mom life? Well, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Mom Force. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Mom Force podcast. I am so excited to have my little sister Leah here with me today. Hello, Leah. Hi. Who's not so little? I can't. I can't get away from calling I know. you little sis. All my sisters were the little girls at one point, but Leah is now a grown woman with a huge family <laughs> of her own. Woman. Tell us a little bit about <laughs> yeah. yourself. Hi. Okay. So I live just outside of Sacramento, California, and I have seven kids, and they're all slam jammed together. My oldest is fifteen, and the baby is three and a half, and so we have a spread of toddler to high school. And that has all of its own challenges between sports and crafts and activities and different school schedules and all of those things. And I have a couple of different businesses that I run and a wonderful husband who unfortunately travels quite a bit for his work. But that does not seem to slow you down, Leah. You do everything. She, Leah is the ultimate yes mom. She says yes to every craft, every party, every volunteer opportunity, every road trip. She will literally throw all of her kids in her giant maxi van, which she just got last year, 12 passenger van. Amazing. Yes. And drive from California to Utah to come join the party here. So Leah is one of my favorite people on the planet and the most knowledgeable person on this topic. The topic for today is babysitting on the mom force Facebook group. That is one of the most often requested topics. The most questions come through. Uh, if you haven't already checked it out, go to Facebook, search for mom force by chat books, and then you can type in the search bar babysitting. You'll see all of the chatter, but because this, everybody needs some help. People. Yes. Well, everybody and, needs some help. And Leah's got some unique takes on babysitting. So especially as we're going into summer, where we're all going to have more of our kids with us and also more babysitters available because I find in the summer kids are more available and they're always looking to make money. So Leah's yes. going to help us how to utilize that workforce to our advantage. Okay. So we got a lot to cover. Set a timer. Let's dig in. Leah's got some ideas on how to use this younger workforce and you kind of refer to him as the mother's helper, right? Yes. Tell us about the mother's helper. The mother's helper. This is the perfect tool for this summer. These are usually kids aged 8, 9, or 10, 11, sometimes 12 if they're new babysitters. But these are girls that you invite over to come and help while you're home. Yes. And the reason that's, that's the huge key. is because they're younger sitters or they're new to sitting or they're new to your family's dynamic. So they're great for summertime because they're home. If you've recently had a baby, if you've got little kids at home or you work at home, but you don't want to miss out on all the fun that there is in the summertime. So these are usually kids from the neighborhood or church that live close by. They are able to come over. It's better if they can just walk over or ride their bike over too. Yes, riding their bike, walking over, somebody that you get to know. And I like to pick people that I know their family and that their family knows me because you're inviting them into your home while you're there. And sometimes that can be a little bit awkward. These are girls that come over while you're home and they provide a change of scenery. They can help support some of the messier play that you want your kids to have some fun Ooh, with. Like, like Play-Doh and slime. Slime making and water balloons and all the things that like, 
moms think they want to do, but really you don't want to do that. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's like hiring a little mini camp director. Okay. Ooh, I love that. So you're inviting them over to expand the time and experiences that your kids have while you get some stuff done. Everybody needs an extra set of eyes. I like to also take this age group with me. Just the other day, I hired one of the little girls for my activity days. I teach an eight to an 11 year old group of girls. And I hired one of these little girls just to come with me and my little people to the aquarium. And she just helped because I don't want to get my hands all in on the animals when you like reach into the petting thing. I mean, like once or twice is cool, but I didn't want to be like breaking up all the food. So I had her come along and help feed the little animals in the displays. And it was perfect because I could view and take pictures and do the things that I wanted to do while we were there. Or if one of the little ones needs to go to the bathroom. And so it's just so helpful to have somebody there to provide a little bit of that. Also, it keeps you from falling into the television babysitter. Do not get me wrong. Everyone needs a television babysitter sometimes. But if that's your only babysitter, then hire yourself a mother's helper. And the great thing about mother's helpers is they are affordable, right? They're affordable, Depending on where yes. you live. And, and this, what to pay babysitter is a real, there's, there's so many people talking about that in the Mom Force Facebook group. Depending yes. on where you live, that changes. But you typically pay 4 to $8, you said? 4 to $8, depending on what, what I'm requiring of them. If I'm having them come and create a slime experience and clean up a slime experience, it's worth a little bit more money for me. Definitely. Tell me about the ride along. That's another way you use the mother's helpers, right? That that same age group, 9, 10, 11, 12. So um, typically not eight. I wouldn't have an eight-year-old be my authority on the ride along. So this is usually a situation. I have errands to run. You always have errands. You seem to have more than most. (laughs) I have cut that way back. I've cut way back. But errands, everyone's got them. You got to run around. You have little people unbuckling and buckling kids. You're going to add so much extra time. So I like to offer um, an opportunity for one of these mother's helper age groups or even one of my own kids. I will offer to pay them $5 to come and watch a movie in the car. I always make it worth their while by either getting them lunch if it's during the lunchtime or a treat from the gas station. And they ride along in the car to entertain the kids and to hand out the snacks and be in the car to address any needs while I pop in and out quickly to run those fast errands. This is not something that you're going to like park and go into the mall for an hour. No, no it's like this run into like Target to make a return. Run into Target to make a return, pop by the bank, run to UPS. This is when you've put off all these errands because it's a pain in the rear to get all your kids in and out of the car. And I tend to consolidate because that's what happens. I'm busy and I have to consolidate that time. So this is a perfect opportunity. They get to come watch a movie, make $5, get a treat and have a snack and get out of their own house because a lot of kids are bored right now. Well, and I liked what you had said earlier when we were talking about how a lot of kids have cell phones. Your kids don't all have cell phones no, at that age. No, I'm, I'm weird about cell phones, but... No, you're smart. We're all trying to do our best on cell phones. But, <laughs> I, know, I know. But yeah. it's helpful to leave a phone in the car if you have an extra phone. Yes. Or if you have an Apple Watch, you can leave a phone in the car. Some way to communicate in case there's an emergency, someone needs to go to the bathroom. Leah, Absolutely. I think the ride-along is genius. Uh, but you probably want to make sure that the child 
looks old enough to be responsible in a card. For sure, you want to make sure that if you're inviting one of these girls to come with you as a ride-along mother's helper, that their parents are comfortable with it and the child's comfortable with it. And again, anytime you're hiring a babysitter, communicating with both the babysitter and the parent is very helpful with just, I mean, unspoken expectations are the killer of success. Yes, and, and I do want to talk you, about that more. Let's let's say we that. will. Okay. Yes, but- we'll save that for later. Okay, moving on quickly because there are two really incredible options that you have for babysitters coming up that are not during the day and not mothers helpers, and I like to call this the early date, the late date. Okay, it is the end of the weekend. You've had a wicked hard week. You are losing your mother loving mind. Okay, this is when you need an early date. On the early date. I have them come to my house generally around 4.30 and I will leave to either go troll Target until my husband gets off work and then my husband picks me up from wherever it is that I am and we go to lunch or to dinner, I mean, and then we get to come home and put our kids to bed. We're both refreshed. We miss kind of the witching hour of babysitting and dinner and all of that chaos. Everyone's calm and relaxed because we let them watch a movie usually. And it's really just incredible for connecting with your husband and then you can come home and be together in your own home. Put all your kids to bed and be together in your own home. I love that because you get to connect with your husband and then you can connect with your kids all refreshed and remembering why you did this in the first place. Exactly. And honestly, once you get some babysitters that you really know, love and trust, I sometimes will even have them pick up from school. So that they have this, it's fun for the kids. Mm -hmm. It is so fun for the kids when I tell them, so-and-so is picking you up from school and you're going to go get ice cream after school and then you're going to go home and you just get to have fun and she's going to be in charge and we're only going to be there to read books and go to bed. I love that. So the so awesome. So the early date, it gets you out of the house earlier and it gets you home refreshed and able to be with your kids and it saves the babysitter from sometimes the pain the inevitable yes. pain of putting kids to bed, especially if putting kids have a hard time with that. Okay, so on the flip side, we have the late date. I love the late date. The late date is one that we use all the time because it can be really challenging to get kids to bed. And this works really, really well. This I like to call the class of babysitter that you need for a late date is sort of a warm body. This is when you've already done the grunt work. Okay, you fed your kids, you got them to bed, We normally do an earlier bedtime on a late date. You get your kids to bed. And what I like to do is when we're planning a late date, I text my babysitters in the group babysitter. Vanessa, tell them how you do this too. So I'll let you explain how you categorize your babysitters. Okay, so this is a mom hack for you. This is actually in my book, Mom Hacks, Real Moms, Real Hacks. List all of your babysitters with the first name babysitter and then Kara or babysitter Leah, babysitter Melissa. And then when you're looking for sitter, you just look for babysitter and they all pop up. It's the best. So what I do with that is I will go through, pull up all my babysitters, cherry pick who I want to offer this late date warm body opportunity to. And then I send a group text and I say, hey, we are trying to get to the movies tonight at 8 p.m. I need somebody at the house. All the kids will be in bed. I will pay you $20. You can bring a friend and I'll buy any flavor of ice cream that you want. And I am not joking when I say that I have never had someone not pick me up on it. 
So, I love, well, first of all, can we just say how lucky you are to have multiple babysitters that you can even have a group text? I think for some people, yes. finding that many babysitters is really hard. And I think that's kind of the genius of your mother's helpers, like yes. training school is that you are yes. using a variety of, of girls and you're teaching them. But then also You've cultivated a group of people that a like your kids, b like you, and, and know C, how you work. You know the capability of each of them. So there are some girls that have told me, "I don't want to do dishes. I don't want to put kids to bed. But I will come over anytime they're asleep and call you if the police, you know, call the police if I need to." So that's the so, definition of a warm body. It's just warm body. Kids are in bed. They don't. The kids don't need anything. It's literally someone to alert you if the house is yes. on fire. If some. Now, you also do need to specify, I do say they can bring a friend, but I need to know their friend, obviously. No boyfriends, none of that stuff, no monkey business going on at my house. I love so, it. And do you usually pay these warm body babysitters a little less? I do. I offer $20 for the night, and normally we'll leave at about 8 and be back about midnight. They tend to be a little bit older kids because it is a later date, and I personally enjoy having a driver because... When you get home at midnight, the last thing you want to do is drive somebody home. So, yes, the warm body, normally I offer. But honestly, last time, I didn't even pay my warm body uh, because it was my mother-in-law. This is a really, really great opportunity. If you have an aunt or a mother-in-law or a sister or somebody that you know, love, and trust, and you can ask them. And someone that wants to help you. They want to and be And someone helpful. that wants to help. Exactly. Exactly. My mother-in-law is so incredible. But sometimes it is overwhelming to wrestle my kids to bed. And because my mother-in-law is full-time fun, it is especially hard for her to wrestle mm-hmm. them to bed. And so <laughs> she sometimes um, will come over and be my warm body and she'll watch a movie with one of my big kids who is certainly not capable of wrestling everyone to bed all the time. Um, but she will make it a special date and come and watch just a movie with one of my big kids and oh, then put them to bed. I like that twist. So put the little kids to bed and then let put the, the little kids, kids who to you bed. don't really feel comfortable maybe leaving in charge of everybody. Exactly. Up with grandma having a special grandma date. I love And that, it's Leah. easy on her. She gets to feel like she connected and it's gratis for me, which oh. I don't mind. <laughs> oh, Leah, that is our timer. Our time oh my goodness. Off. Oh my gosh. And we have so much more to talk about. Okay, I know. <laughs> guys, I'm trying to keep these episodes short. I think we need to do part two. Would you be up for doing part two? Absolutely. I mean, I feel like we have two more pages worth of stuff we, we plan to talk about. All the best practices. Okay, you guys, yes. if you're into this, join us for part two of the Babysitting Mom Force Pops cast episode where we're going to go into so much more nitty gritty. But in the yes. meantime, Go to the Mom Force Facebook group, check it out, see what's already been posted in there. There are so many great things in there. There are. And if you have questions, you can post a question. And there are 6,000 amazing women in there ready to answer your questions and weigh in and crowdsource all this knowledge. Because you guys, we are in this together. We are the freaking Mom Force. We are the Mom Force. And just know that there is not a one size fits all policy for babysitting. You find what works for you, and there are so many good ideas over there, and we're going to go over even more good ideas to help you kind of navigate the how-tos and how-not-tos of this crucial tool for being a sane mother. I love it. Leah, thank you so much for being with us, and we'll catch you all next time for part two. See ya. Yay! Okay, bye.